Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Daniel, as we get started here, um, I'll introduce myself real quick. I'm Bob Stewart with Active Rain and Ben Kinney Companies, and I, I wear many hats these days. You are Daniel Ramsey. I have a slide. I actually have your face on a slide here. Let's see. Where That's is it? scary. That's so scary. There it is. Before wow. we get started, let's, let's, let's ask for some interaction from the audience. Um, what? Yeah. There's people, there's people here today? So I'm from Sacramento. It's been 100 degrees outside every single day for like a week. It's hot. Where are you from? How hot is it where you're at? Uh, we're going to talk leverage today with Bob. We've got the best in the business on this call. And it, it, we've got two of our virtual professionals here today, right, Bob? That's right. We got uh, Noel and Alvin who are really like responsible for big pieces of your business, Daniel, and our business here at Active Rain. And so we wanted to, we're going to bring these guys on throughout the call and kind of share some of the stuff that they do in our business to help me and you have leverage in our lives, right? That's right. That's right. And so we have we have a couple hundred people showing up today. Um, and so the more interaction, um, we've got somebody from Oklahoma City. It's sunny, sunny and 80 degrees. So that's nice. Um, North Philly, 78 degrees. Okay, so it's it's nicer over in that part of the world, I guess, uh, than in California right now. Um, hundred. That sounds miserable. I was just in Austin where it was a hundred degrees and I don't know, 30% humidity, which is miserable, Daniel. Miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got back from mega camp, right? I did. Yeah. Julie Osborne, Bellingham. That's my neck of the woods. <laughs> That's smoky. Right. It's smoky. So all of Western Washington right now, we are like inundated with smoke. We have really poor air quality from all the fires in Eastern Washington coming over. So Julie, I'm down here in Seattle. Smoky here too, Julie. Awesome. Hey, Bob, who should be here and what are they going to get like so, from this conversation? Yeah, I think you and I talked about this, Daniel, last week. And I think the, the, the audience for this, for this discussion is really pe people that either have a team right now, right? Yep. Or, or somebody that that's, thinks they want to build a team eventually, right? It doesn't have to be today because your first hire could be a virtual professional in your business to, to really make you take that next step. So yeah. it's somebody that's, that's, you know, that's, that's growth minded, right? So they're, they're looking for growth in their business and they want to, to really get off their plate things that one, either they feel like they could, that, that it's not a valuable use of their time, but it has to get done. Right. Yeah. Maybe they could be doing something more valuable with their time, getting on the phone, talking to their past clients. Right. Those kinds of things. Um, you know, so somebody that's growth minded, somebody that has a, a team or somebody that's that's looking for just a little bit more leverage in their life. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And what's crazy, um, this is becoming a thing in like webinars and Facebook lives. What we're doing is we're going to peel the onion back on our own businesses, and we're bringing in two of our virtual professionals, somebody from Active Rain and then somebody from My Outdesk. And these folks um, are true, like awesome, badass people. And I just, if you're listening to this, you're going to get a feel and a sense of what our leverage is, like what it feels like, right? What it feels like to maybe have somebody in another country owning a large piece of your business. So. Um, we've got uh, Bo. Apparently, it's smoky here too. Bo, where are you from, though? You didn't say where where you're Oklahoma, at. And she's in Oklahoma City. The smoke is covering oh. apparently all of the Western United States. Jiminy. Okay, so we've also got Jane from Palm Beach. It's sunny and muggy. Um, 89 degrees. Florida is so muggy this time of year. Oh my <laughs> yeah, goodness. Yeah. So the reason we even have you guys check in here is as we're going through here, we want you guys to ask questions. If you have a question, fire it in. So that's going to be that kind of chat area is where we're going to be looking to come back and, and answer questions from you guys. Um, let, let's just start, Daniel. I, I want to talk about what I think, like the way I envision leverage sure. in, in my life or, or especially as it relates to a business. And this is something that I've learned 
you know, immensely from Ben Kinney on. My mom is an agent now on Ben's team, and I've, I've gotten to watch her over the last year and a half really utilize leverage in, in your business. And I, I think back – give me a second to kind of tell, paint a picture here. So I think back to, like, uh, 2003, four when the mortgage uh, – the mortgage thing was blowing up, right? And everybody was getting a mortgage and anybody could get a mortgage. And they had option arms at that time. And I remember hearing a pitch from a mortgage broker about how the option arm was such a great um, vehicle, right, for somebody, because what it did is it allowed you to save a bunch of money each month on your, your mortgage payment. And then you could take that money and you could invest it somewhere else. And you would end up like over this long period of time having this great, this much better return because you'd had that extra money, right, to be able to invest somewhere else. Now, what ultimately happened in the mortgage crisis is people didn't take that money and invest it somewhere else, right? They took that money, they went out and bought a new car, they bought new furniture, they bought, right? They didn't invest that money back into their livelihood. And so right. when I think of leverage, I think of it in this terms. It's basically allowing you to get back your time so that you can take it and invest it somewhere else, right? Somewhere more profitable for you. Now, um, if, if, if you get all that time back and you don't invest any of it back into your business, right? And there, by the way, there's a, some of that time you do want to invest back into your family and your kids and your relationships, right? Because that's going to make you a better business person. But the majority of that time you get back from somebody like Noel, at least for me, it has to be invested back into the business to really see the dividends of having, you know, brought leverage into your life. Right. What, how do you see leverage? Well, no, I love what you're saying. And uh, I mean, for me, look, leverage can be a system. It could be a process within your business or it can be a person. And in my world, like all three of those things have freed me up um, to do more. So when I say a system, I mean, you know, it could be technology, like what you guys do, you know, um, it could be it could be a process, meaning we're gonna, we have a faster way of converting leads into money now. And if we follow this process, it's proven to take the time it takes to close a deal from 90 days to 60 days, you know, or whatever it is. So that could be a different process. And then people, which is what we do. We provide virtual talent to, you know, basically the top talent across the country. I mean, one of the things we've been in business with uh, Ben for almost a decade which is really cool because, um, you know, serving companies and helping them grow is 100% what we want to do, right? And leverage is that. When you think about how do I, you know, most business people, they go, well, how do I get to the next level? I want to race that and say, who do you need in order to get to the next level? And that's what, that's what leverage for me is. Love it. All right. So what I'd like to do is, um, let, let's just kind of start at the top because we're, we're talking about, um, you know, talent, right? right. And, and I, every bit, Ben Kinney talks, we talk about talent in our, in our office all day, every day. It's really all we talk about. And his yep. job as our CEO is to go find talent. And so I think for any entrepreneur looking to grow their business, their job is to go out and find talent. So talk to me for a second about like, why a virtual professional versus hiring in-house? And later, I think we'll talk about like a blended model, right? Where you're going to have some people in the building and then you're going to bring in a virtual professional to help, you know, augment the people you have in the building. But talk about like why, why a virtual professional versus in-house? What are some of the benefits? What are some of the reasons that people choose to go this route? Well, I just can speak from my own experience. So I'm a real estate broker licensed for 14 years. And at the time that I hired my first virtual professional, you know, I was swamped, right? And I, and I had hired an assistant in-house and we've had a team, but I needed more help. And it, I just couldn't find enough, fast enough, right? I mean, imagine having that problem when you have more business than you can handle and you're, I was working seven days a week, not because I wanted to, but because I had that many people calling me. And if you find yourself in that position as a business owner, you realize, you know, if I don't have help, you know, I'm going to either drop balls. I'm never going to see my family. I'm never going to work out. My, my, my health is going to suffer. I'm not going to have a vacation time. So that, that's the why you might consider virtual professionals. And the way we view it is you can hire one person to singularly focus on that one thing that you need in order to get to the next level. So it could be generating content it, like active rain does for people, right? It could be running all of your systems because 
you, you know, most agents, they'll go out and buy a system, but then never use it, right? The CRM that you own and use is the best CRM out there. Yeah, totally. So, uh, you know, for us, we're just very clear about in-house versus virtual. Like, I don't see a big difference between talent. Talent is talent, right? And that's what you guys with Noel and, I mean, you just, talent is talent. So for us, it's like this concept of having a person in the, in the US who is doing sales because you have to be licensed to do that. And then a virtual professional who can do everything else so that one person in the US can focus on driving either revenue, which is the other job of CEO, or finding talent, which is building a team. Those are the two jobs, right? Okay, so let, let's dig in here a little bit. Let's, let's talk about, I mean, so you're, you're a broker, you've used virtual professionals in your business. Um, I'm gonna speak on behalf of Ben's team and I've been around his team for eight or nine years now and really ingrained in it in the last three years. I'm also gonna speak from the perspective of my mother. And you know, I've shared my mom's story a lot, but she started as an agent in September of 2016. And in 2017, she did 79 transactions um, as, a, as an individual agent. Now, she wasn't out there all by herself, right? She had a lot of leverage in her business. They had in-house people in the Ben Kinney organization. She was part of Ben's team. And then she also, about three months in, kind of went to Ben and said, I need a virtual professional. Like, they have a bunch on the Ben Kinney team, but my mom, you know, she did 79 transactions. She was getting to the point where she was getting so many listings and so much stuff going on. She basically went and said, I need my own. I need a dedicated virtual yeah. professional for my business. So that's kind of the perspective that I'm going to give is these two, you know, this big business owner, that's got a massive business. And then this lady who really is building a massive business right now, but she's early on in the process of it. So, um, let's talk about admin processes. And we, we use this word. I do anyway, processes a lot. And I, I think, if a lot of us were to be really honest with ourselves, Daniel, we'd realize we don't have enough of these in our world, right? Yeah. So talk to me for a minute about like, what are some of the, the, the ways that a virtual professional can help a real estate professional with that admin side of the business, right? That side that's not necessarily out there selling and, and finding yeah. new clients, and, but that stuff that kind of, you, you gotta do. Yeah, you know, it's funny, I have one of my favorite stories um, we've got West who says enter listings. That's perfect because that lines up with uh, my story. So I was selling a property in Northern California and it was a brand new neighborhood, but it was in a high fire neighborhood. So the, the police, not the, the fire chief had to do an inspection. It's like this weird new rule in wilderness areas, right? So he actually had to do an inspection. Well, we failed this inspection and I'm selling this house and my virtual professional coordinated with the fire department, coordinated with the city, because we had to get a permit, coordinated with a contractor, coordinated, you know, entered the MLS in, or the listing into MLS, got the flyers created. I mean, we've got Alvin here, who's an amazing graphics person um, on, on the team. Uh, she did all of that work. And at the end of it, I got a thank you card addressed directly to my virtual professional because the agent on the other side, the buyer agent, he had no idea she wasn't actually in my office. So he sends a card. Now, I went and saw the property. It was my client. I signed the listing agreement. Other than that, it was 100% handled by our virtual professional. And that didn't happen overnight. I mean, we're, we've gotta be realistic here. You know, we had to put what you said, systems and processes in place. But literally, I mean, I have the thank you card over here the reality is everything that isn't dollar productive activity, everything that isn't hunting talent and everything that isn't growing your net assets. Those are the three things that as a business owner, you should be focused on. Like, how do I grow my net worth? How do I grow my team hunting talent? And how do I grow my revenue? Everything else, 100% given to a virtual professional. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here and I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. 
you know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I wanna give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word M-O-D, MOD, to 31996, and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. We have we have Brivity, um, which is a kind of a the parent company of Active Rain. It's owned by Ben Kinney, and Brivity is a is a system or a, you know it's a tool, right? And if you don't yep. use Ben uses this analogy, it's like an axe, and you give somebody an axe, and they go out and they hit one tree, and they're like, "Well, this axe stinks," or right? "I didn't knock that tree down." But right, Brivity is a system. When you learn learn to use it, you learn how to use it. Eventually, you can knock those trees down. So one of the things that Brivity allows you to do is to set these processes up around repeatable things that happen in your business. So I'll give you a couple of examples. A every time you go out on a listing appointment, there are certain things that you have to get in place and get ready in order to go out and deliver your best listing appointment so that you can, you can sign that listing. That's yeah. a process, right? There's certain things that have to happen. The CMA has to be generated. The, the, the listing um, presentation has to be generated. Maybe you doctor it up with some images of that person's house or whatever, right? right. There, there are certain things that you do every single time you, you do them. And whether you, what happens by the way, is if you don't have a process, you end up one time doing eight of those things. And the next time you do three of them and the next time you do six and, and you're wildly inconsistent. And so you get wildly inconsistent results when you end up at the listing appointment. Right. And so putting a process. So for Ben's team, there's this whole process step-by-step step of what do we do before we ever go out to the house for the listing appointment, okay? Right. So that's one process. The next- Well, and hold on, hold on. I, what I'd wanna say too, is if you, if you decide to look at Brivity, not only is it inexpensive, but he, here's the mindset that I would give to all of our audience. If, if you're in high school sports, you're going to practice a particular way. And only 1% of those athletes go on to college. And then in college, they practice a particular way. And then only 1% of those people go on to the pros, right? Brivity is a system built by somebody who's already playing in the NFL. Like Ben has crushed it. He's in the top 10 in the US. Like the guy is, you know, international. He's successful. And what he's built and baked into Brivity is all of his systems and processes. So he's, he's in the pros. And you might be in high school, you might be in college, it doesn't matter. Why not practice as if you're in the pros and, and hire a process that is way better than the one you already have? I'm stealing that one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing too, like if it, it's 64% of all businesses, and this is, a, this is a hands down directly from the IRS, no bullshit, this is the truth. 64% of all businesses make zero money or break even like they they lose money or they break even so when you think about it like that means 36 percent of the time if you're making money you're more successful than everybody else so congratulations high five if you're making money you know raise your hand right now on this webinar because you're in the elite class why wouldn't you want to then practice like the pros and what we're sharing here is what the pros do. We put systems and processes in place, and then we hire people to run those systems and processes so we can get repeatable results. That's it, that's my rant. Repeatable results, I mean, that, that's, that's the key. So they go from the pre-listing, right? So let's say I go out, 
I, I get the, the paperwork signed, like you said, high five, right? We're, everybody's happy. We, we have a listing now, but it's, it's going to go right. on in a week. Okay. Right. Then there's all that stuff that happens from that day, the, from the, the minute I walk out of their kitchen, right? Until the moment it goes into the MLS and becomes active. It's another yeah. process. It's another process. So in Brivity, they've built these processes out that says, here's step one, here's step two. When step two is done, here's step three. Step four happens five days before the property goes active on the market. And, and they just build this thing out, right? Each, right. Step, each step of the way. Now, all the, the, what Ben said before, and I've seen this in their business, because um, talent doesn't always stay with you. As hard as you try to get that talent, people leave, right? Yeah. So when you have that process in place, they can take one of their virtual assistants. Who, they bring them in and out of these processes. And, and when they come in, everything's lined out for them to be able to. So it's, it's uh, get the sign ordered, right? It's, it's um, get the photography ordered. It's, get yeah. the, it's all these things that I do. And you guys know what those things are in your own business. Now, whether you've ever written them down, lined them out exactly so that so that you know what you're going to do, right? Because this is what you're promising your client. We're promising we're going to have a sign out there with the quickly writer on it. We're promising we're going to have high quality photography. We're promising them we're going to have the stager come in. We're promising if we don't deliver on all those things every time consistently, then then we don't get the same results every time. So so yeah. they've got that middle piece, right? Pre-listing. Then that thing goes active, and now that so in Ben's business, I think it's like a hundred and. 28 things or something that they do that they promise the client they're going to do while the property's marketed or yes. while it's active. Right. And that's the next process. So now the, the listing's active, they apply that plan to it. The virtual assistant gets in there and the way these, at least in Brivity and look, Brivity is not the only system you could use to put, you know, a process around your business, but at least in Brivity, when you apply that plan, whoever's responsible for the different pieces, it gets assigned to them and they come into work that morning they sit down, they open their computer up and they go, okay, I got to get the sign ordered for 123 Main Street. I got to get the photography ordered for 426 6th Street, right? And they just, they just go down and they just work that business. Well, and we have this friend um, and he's a friend of mine. I travel with him and he's kind of like Ben. I, I've known him forever and, and, and we travel around together from time to time. And he calls me last week and he says, Ramsey, I need a virtual professional. I'm like, okay, cool. What's going on? And it turns out, you know, he's 30 years in the business. He's had a database for five, uh, 5,000 people. And he thought every morning he was sending them Monday morning coffee with, with, with him, you know. And turns out his in-house assistant was pushing the button, but like 4,700 of the emails were either bad or bouncing or not getting sent. And so he thought he was sending emails to his past clients he wasn't sending them and the system didn't report it and his assistant didn't do it. So he's hired us to come in and this is another admin job, right? And to reorganize his entire database because he paid a third party vendor to do some email, some video marketing mistake. Uh, he didn't, he wasn't clear about what his actual database looked like mistake. He didn't have one person assigned to own the database mistake like all of these things that we're talking about and this guy's massively successful he owns three offices does a couple hundred transactions a year and he's just done that every for a long long time and had he had all those things set up in a good system in a good process uh his couple hundred probably would have been three or four hundred and so our main focus right now on the admin side for him is just getting his database clean so that he can start reaping the rewards of 30 years of real estate, being in real estate for 30 years. So one of the things that um, they do on the Ben Kinney team, they're kind of his hub team. And my mom's team has started kind of undertaking this process is this idea of like database, database management, right? right? And it's, it's cultivating it. It's weeding it. It's, you know, when we get a bounce back email and, and we have a phone number, it's shooting a text and saying, Hey, you know, we, we tried to send you an email and it bounced back. Do you have a new email address? Right. It, those kind of things where you're down in the weeds. And this is the stuff that like, as a busy professional, you just kind of add to your database, right? It's like, oh, I got this, this person. I keep adding, keep adding, right. adding. What happens over time is you end up with a scenario like that guy where it's, it's messy, right? Yeah. It's not like I get all the time. And I'm, I'm, I, I would put myself up against anybody in the country in terms of the, the prolificness of, of emails I get from agents around the country inviting me to their open house. 
And I always think like <laughs> they need help managing their database because th they should know that I'm in Seattle and they're in Maryland. Right. Yeah. And so they should, I should be tagged appropriately in the database. And so like on my mom's team, two days a, a month, one, the virtual professional will go, they will go through that entire database. They might not get through it all each month, right? Next month, they just pick up again and they just keep going and they're just weeding through it and they're looking for, for blanks, right? Oh, do we not have an address for this person, but we have an email and a phone number? Let's, let's, let's send them. And they've got a, my mom's got an email all made out. That's basically something like, Hey, you know, we've, and we've communicated with you in the past and um, you know, we have an email and a, and a phone number for you, but we would really like to get you set up on a market report and we don't have your home address. And they'll just send that out and they're just always going through and it's, they're cultivating, right? They're just cultivating that, that database there so that as they plant those little seeds, right? The market reports, the listing alerts that they're sending, their, their Monday morning coffee or whatever it is, that they're getting the best yield out of those, out of those efforts. Okay, but Bob, I'm gonna ask why. Why does it matter? Why? I'm, <laughs> why? I mean, this yeah. is their, well, it, so I, from a very high level, this yeah. is your retirement. Like your database as a real estate agent is your retirement. I don't know if that was Bam. the answer you were looking for, but Bam. it is right. Like, and, and, you know, Ben's, Ben is actually, he goes out and buys people retire around his area, neck of the woods. He goes out, he goes to him and he says, Hey, I'd like to get a look at your database and I'll buy it from you. And That's so, right. Uh, you know, as an agent, th this is your, other people will do it a different way, right? They'll like kind of give it to somebody and let, and then take a referral fee off of that database. But the cleaner and the better and the more valuable you put that thing together at the end of the day, you know, you've got something that you can walk away from the business with and, and sell. Right. So, so there's two, there's two ways to make money in real estate, owning your database where 30 to 40% of your income comes from referrals, meaning inside your database, all of your income came from that database and you can prove it. That means you have an asset that you can sell. The other way to make money in real estate is to buy real estate. And, and, and there's a lot of you on this, on this call that have never considered those two very simple things. There's a very, very massively small sliver of real estate people, brokers, agents who have ever sold a business or ever bought a real estate practice. Like, and the only way they do it is through the database. And so, yeah, it's like the most, oh, you already have it up here on a slide. Look, we, were, we got to it early. I love it, man. I love it. I, I um, switched the slide a while ago on you. We've been, the whole time we've been talking about database management. This is <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, there it is, database management. Yeah, but this concept of, you know, like, okay, so here's, here's a couple things. On the admin database management side, like here's a business card, um, you know, as an agent, you, you shouldn't be entering it into your database. You shouldn't then be the person that goes to LinkedIn and requests a, a connection. You shouldn't go to Facebook and request a connection. Like those aren't jobs that drive revenue or, or hire talent. That's a virtual assistant job, uh, a virtual professional job. One thing that I also on the admin side, let's say I'm driving around, I'm, I'm, I've got buyers with me, they see a house, we'll literally text my virtual professional and say, you know, last name Smith, look them up. Here's the address. Here's the offer, all standard, you know, offering, you know, stuff. And then here's the condition that I want, you know, in the other notes, you know, buyer wants the refrigerator and the washing and drying machine or something. Uh, and then I'll send that over to my virtual professional and then they'll compile the offer, put it in a DocuSign or an abrivity, uh, kind of system, send it back to me. And so I'm right there at the property and my buyers are saying yes, yes, yes. And then signing. And then my virtual professional can deliver it to the listing agent. Then she'll, or he will text me the cell phone number of the listing agent. So I can call and just say, Hey bud, I just want to let you know, I sent you a really great offer from a really great couple. They're blah, 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 pre-approved. I super hope the, the sellers um, are excited to get their property sold. This Boom. is the stuff. This is the stuff that like, when people get into real estate, they think I'm getting into real estate because there's tons of flexibility. And then the reality of what happens is your client goes, we want to go see a house. We want to make an offer. And now you got to cancel dinner with the in-laws tonight because I got to be at home writing this offer up and doing all this stuff that you don't have to do that, right? Like you're out there, your virtual professional is taking care of all that stuff, right? All that stuff. And you get to show up at dinner and high five because you guys have an offer out, you know, and fingers crossed that it's going to come back tomorrow accepted.
That's right. And, and, and I, you know, we're going to get to it, but you treat your virtual professional as part of your team. So in that instance, I'm like, Hey, my, my assistant's going to get it. My virtual professional, they're going to knock this out for us. We're hundred percent set. Bob and I want you to get the revenue from, from the, the, the transaction. We want you to go to dinner with the in-laws and we want you to work out and see your kids all in the same day. Like, that's what we want. Like, that's a beautiful life, you know? And you can get to that uh, by having a little bit of leverage in your world. We've, you know, we've got a lot of people watching. Bob, I wanna encourage you guys. We've got the brains here of Bob. And if you guys have questions about your own scenario with leverage, uh, you know, bring them in now because we don't want this to be a singular conversation. We want you guys to get value and your, individual scenarios might help somebody else that's on this webinar right now. I don't know, Daniel, I'm really good at talking. So <laughs> if, if they are. don't ask any questions, we got this, man. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. So it looks <laughs> like we're moving on to lead. Okay, so um, lead generation. And this is a, you know, this is one of those things where you can spend a lot of time doing this stuff or you can go out and like, put the system in place. Like Craigslist is a great example. And for years, you know, Craigslist had these ebbs and flows where lots of agents are on there and then they do something like take away the links. And then there's very few agents on there. It's still successful for the agents that are on there, right? So like Craigslist is a great example. My mom's VA, every single day they go out, they post their, you know, um, eight to 10 uh, Craigslist posts every day. And every day they get a couple of leads that come in from Craigslist and she doesn't have the time to do that stuff. Like she's going to, she's going to probably try to do 80 transactions again this year um, while she's building a, a team. So she's yeah. building an expansion team for Ben Kinney. She doesn't, she doesn't have time to do that stuff. She could do it like at 11 o'clock at night when her husband's like, honey, come to bed. And she's like, sorry, I'm still doing my Craigslist ads. Like that's the world that we end up in when we don't find leverage in our, in our lives. Cause there's literally a million things you could do any given day as a real estate agent, especially as it relates to lead generation. So like Craigslist ads are a big, big one. You, you mentioned earlier the, the going out and connecting with people on Facebook and LinkedIn and, and Twitter yeah. and, and, and in, Instagram, the content that you produce for those things. And a lot of times it's just, you know, Hey, here's our new listing, which is all fine and great. Um, so like in my mom's world, her virtual assistant feeds all of those social media animals for her. Now she still, she doesn't just abandon Instagram, right? On her then interaction with Instagram is the fun stuff she likes to do, right? Kids, right. grandkids and all that stuff. And so, um, Elise says, do these VAs know how to write copy? I swear to you, Elise, this is not even a joke. Noel is a better copywriter than I am. Yeah. And I'm born and raised like college educated here in the United States. He is hands down a better writer than me. And so one of the cool things about um, when you go to, to, to my out desk and you, you say, I, I want to bring a virtual professional on, you get to interview these people. You get to check out their resume. They give you writing samples. Yeah. Right? So I didn't go in blind hiring Noel thinking, man, I hope this kid can write. No, like he writes all kinds of blog posts on active rain. Now, listen, initially, right because I didn't know for sure. I mean, I'd seen his writing samples and they were really good, but I'd, I'd say, Hey, Noel, here's what I'm thinking. We'd get on a zoom call just like this. And I'd say, here's what I'm thinking, man. And he'd take notes. I'd say, I wanted to say this, this, I'd maybe to send him a couple bullet points written out. And I'd say, make that, make that piece of content. And he yeah. would go out there. I mean, it'd be better than I ever could have written it. Well, and I, I wouldn't just encourage like everybody who's like, Oh, I want to uh, maybe content or maybe, you know, lead generation, I would encourage everybody, the first step is to make a plan. So the difference between Bob and, and I'm going to put Bob in the pro, the NFL space versus the high school, you know, sports guy or gal is that Bob has a plan, meaning there's a certain post that goes into Instagram. There's a certain post that goes on the LinkedIn. There's a certain post in Facebook. There's, there's a strategy with each of those different social medias. There's a different strategy when you write a blog. There's a different strategy when you send an email. There's a different text message strategy. You know, guess what? Video, text message, uh, that's, that, that's why Facebook spent a billion, bazillion dollars on, you, on YouTube, right? Or not on Instagram. And, and the other, you know, Google spent a bazillion dollars on YouTube because video is now, is now the thing. So if you're, if you're thinking, I want to do content, you got to have a strategy. You know anything about that, Bob? 
<laughs> yeah, we know, we know a little bit. <laughs> I mean, totally agree. You have to have a strategy. Now, it doesn't have to be your strategy. We have a concept in Ben Kinney's world called R&D, and we do a lot of it. We rip off and duplicate. So we go out and find somebody. Like there's a lady, Lori Ballon. She's a great content person. We might go out and say, what's Lori doing? Let's just watch her for a little bit. Okay, we'll do that. Um, there's a guy named Dusty Baker who's a really great Instagram guy. And so we, we feed a lot off of the stuff that we see him doing. And we're like, oh, man, that's a really great way to, to go on Instagram and talk about your business. Like he'll always post these photos from you know, his listing. And it's not like, hey, here's my listing. It's like, man, beautiful day today in Santa Barbara. Um, you know, if, if you're thinking about it, come check out our, our listing, right? It's, it's not about the listing as much as it's like, wow, here's a really great photo, right? right. Um, so yeah, I mean, you definitely want to have a strategy. But listen, what, what ends up happening is your virtual assistant, like, you're going to pick a good one, okay? So I picked Noel. And they start to learn you, a little bit right and then it's not always you saying hey noel here's an idea it's him coming back and saying hey bob here's an idea i came up with what do you think about us doing this right i was looking at one of the facebook groups and i saw them talking about you know this thing that that they do to market stuff right and so right. it's it's this symbiotic relationship where i'm not always having to drive it now in the beginning i i drove it right with noel because he was he was new and fresh and coming in and wanting to learn our business but right. today I mean, he does our newsletter every single day. The thing goes out to 100,000 people. I don't even check it anymore. Like, he's that good at it now three years later, right? It's just I trust him to go to 100,000 people in our database with, with our newsletter every day. And it's a, it's a big piece of, like, people get that thing. They've been getting it for years. They got it before Noel ever came around. But nobody ever noticed the difference. And I used to do that thing. I used to do it every single day. It used to do it seven days a week, every day. Like, getting that off of my plate, allowed me an extra hour a day with my kids, some time for, you know, for active brain people and brevity folks. Like it just, it changed my world. Just one thing, one thing that I did every single day for an hour. I bet everybody on this call has something you do every day for an hour that you're like, if I could get rid of this, like it could change my life. Well, okay. So what you're talking about, that's pure leverage. And there's this concept of, of, you know, dividends, right? And in money, you have compound interest. Well, in leverage, you have compound leverage. What Bob just did is he gave away a task for the rest of his career to a highly competent person who does all of the work. And now he's got that time back for the rest of his life. We call that compound leverage. And compound it's a beautiful thing. It's, I know, Bob's like, I've got to write that down too. No, we, <laughs> that's a good one. So we've got a question from Leah. What's the biggest hurdle in creating a highly successful VA relationship? Um, I want to say VP. Uh, if you're thinking about my outdesk, it's a virtual professional. You want to hire another company, you're probably going to get an assistant. But in our world, here's the biggest thing. First of all, there's this, there's this J curve. Any, anybody that's listening um, that has a math background or a finance background, yeah, or an engineering, you've heard of a J curve, right? So in the beginning, Bob, it was work to get Noel to understand the business. Yeah. The biggest mistake that people make, the biggest mistake is thinking I'm going to hire somebody and then I'm never going to have to deal with that again. That might be true three years later, two years later, but in the first six months, you got to pour love, attention and, and detail and provide a vision and, 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 and like be a coach and a mentor to this person because they want to win with you, right? I mean, they want to be successful because your success is their success and you're tied together. But too often we get these aggro, uh, you know, business owners who are like, rah, 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 you know, and you're like, uh, you know, how do I follow that? You know, as a, as a, as an employee, how do they follow that? Um, Daniel, one of the things that this, this makes me think like, this can for like hiring a virtual professional can actually force you to, to document the things you do in your business. Because a lot of you guys, I guarantee you know what you do for the pre-listing phase of, you know, before you go out, you know what you do between when you get assigned and when you put it in the MLS, you know what you do once it goes active. Right. But I, if you don't have that stuff written down, there's a couple of things that happen. You hit a ceiling. You can only like remember so much. And so if you've got 10 transactions going on, we see this all the time and, we owned a brokerage before, before I had, before we started active rain, we owned a real estate brokerage. We would see these massive people get five, six deals going at once. 
And then they wouldn't have another deal for three months because they'd be so focused on those deals and trying to remember everything they need to do and keeping all that stuff in the air. The, the systematizing that process, writing it down, putting it in a system like Brivity or, or any system that, that kind of allows you to manage tasks, right? Hiring a virtual professional could be the impetus for you to have to do this in your business. And yeah. it could be a really good reason. Like, if nothing else, if you were like, all right, let me hire a virtual professional. So I got to get my shit, my stuff in order, right? I got to get my world in order so that I can go out and train. So I think one of the biggest hurdles, Leah, just to come right back to your question is you have to have your stuff in order. That's right. You can have a highly successful VA relationship or the VP relationship. Yeah. Well, and, 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 uh, another, another huge thing is just touch-ins like daily touch bases. Every successful company that I know has a morning huddle of some sort, a weekly meeting, a monthly, all hands, a quarterly, all company. Right. And so another piece is just not enough communication and, and creating that relationship so that, uh, the virtual professional feels comfortable, not number one, making mistakes. Cause guess what? They're human. They're human. They're going to make mistakes. Uh, number two, coming to you with questions. And then number three, just saying, Hey, I don't understand. Can you help me? Can you give more, uh, emphasis? Um, we have this, uh, again, it's another, it's another playbook. It's called play pause do we're on a recorded, you know, call right now. You can see the screen. We're talking about lead generation. Well, you as a business owner, don't write anything down. I don't care. Make videos. Record yourself entering a listing into MLS if that's one of your steps and that's important that you're going to offload. Record yourself creating a, a leads through Craigslist. And then now you've got this library where you can put stuff on in private on YouTube and now you've got multiple examples of how exactly you want your virtual professional to do the job that they, you've, you've hired them to do it. So th that's another thing that if you don't have a system like Brivity that details the step-by-step, -step, you can build it yourself. I'm really passionate about this. Like I, I can't even, uh, we, we could talk about lead follow-up. Like what, it, so on my mom's team, um, she's got her virtual professional in there every single day. Every time a lead comes in, they get CC'd an email. They're going to go in. A lot of times those leads get routed off to the agent on the team. You know, they've got this in Brivity, this whole routing tree that says, you know, it's a lead from Zillow. It's a buyer lead over a million dollars is going to go to this agent. But that virtual professional's in there right away, making sure that the auto plan kicked off. So we've got these auto plans that fire out text messages automatically. If people respond, that virtual uh, professional's in there starting a conversation with them. And it might get to a point where they start asking questions where the agent needs to come in. And then that virtual professional is just going to say, Hey, Gail, <laughs> jump in the CRM. There's a person who's asking a question about, you know, real estate in Olympia that I can't answer. So, um, but they, they are all over the follow-up. They're, they're in there making sure that every lead gets a listing alert set up for it. It's a massively important part of the Ben Kinney team business model is every time we get a lead in, we try to identify who they are and what they might be interested in. And we set them up with a listing alert, even if we don't have any idea, right? It just can be a generic listing alert in Olympia. We send them an email that says, Hey, we set you up on a listing alert. It's generic. It's in Olympia because we weren't sure what you were after just yet. Let us know and we'll change it right away. This yeah. is all stuff done by the virtual professional. If it's a seller lead that comes in in their world, right? They're going to set them up with the market report. They're going to make sure there's a task in there for that agent's next follow-up. Like they're always in there making sure that nothing is slipping through the cracks. Yes. Well, and, and, you know, I used my virtual professionals and my real estate team to also create scoreboards for my agents, meaning how fast did they follow up on leads when they were assigned to them? How many transactions do they have? How many company dollars did they generate versus personal dollars? You know, is, are we at parity in terms of the value that I bring to them versus the value that they bring to the business? And, and we would, we would just uh, utilize not only for the process and the system, but also the reporting. I mean, the reporting on lead follow-up and, and your database. So Matt, how many new leads are you bringing into your database every month? You know, and, and how many of those are actually engaged and actively in conversation? Those are important things when you're running a big business, you know? Um, ben would say, the, so that's the, the lack of accounting leads to the lack of accountability for your agents, yeah. for you as the business owner, right? Well, you basically said, I need my, my virtual professional to go out and create accounting for our business so that everybody can be accountable. Yeah. Right? We, uh, Keith had a question. Um, you'd mentioned Lori Ballin um, and Dusty Baker yeah. um, as the two examples. Yeah. But 
and I'm sorry to interrupt, but we, he's been sitting there, you know, for 20 minutes. I wanted to get to him. Um, he, here's the thing, guys, modeling people who are already winning, doing what you're, you want to do. That's what Bob is talking about, right? Like you've got to make, uh, you know, find somebody who's killing it and R and D rip off and redistribute. Duplicate, just duplicate. I, I like duplicate with a tweak, right? Duplicate with like to redistribute, you know? <laughs> um, okay, so, and then we had another, uh, how about making calls um, and or marketing and social media? Like, what are your thoughts there? I mean, you guys, you guys offer virtual professionals that can either be kind of more that behind the scenes person, or you guys offer people that will get on the phone and make your calls, right? So yeah. I... I think it, it, you could probably find a blended. I'm sure you guys have talent that could do both of those things potentially. I, I think wherever you need help in your business, get, get help in your business, right? Like picking the phone up and making phone calls is a paramount part of a real estate agent's job. It's like there's, there might not be anything more important. Now, right. your sphere, you might want to handle that yourself. Your leads, you, you know, you can have a script. But again, it, it becomes like you can't just be like, hey, Noel, go out and call all our leads right? It's, hey, Noel, I want you to go call all of our leads that came in from our website three months ago that we haven't followed up with in a long time. And I want you to say this script. Hey, you were on our website a couple months ago, and I'm really sorry. You know, we haven't done a good job of keeping in contact with you, but we're circling back to all those folks in our database. And we just wanted to see, you know, are you guys thinking about buying or selling real estate anytime soon? Yeah. Whatever the script you give them is, so they can go out, they can do either one of those things, Elisa. They can, they can make calls for you, or they could be that person kind of behind the scenes. I think it's just, you know, we, we titled this webinar somewhere in one of the, one of the emails, like stop doing the things you hate, right? Well, which one of those things do you not enjoy doing? Let's get that off your plate, but you got to give them a system to do it with. Well, and, and, and I would, I mean, I definitely, uh, uh, there's an appeal to stop doing the things that you hate. Um, but I, I would also even rephrase that this concept of like, start doing the things that'll double your business. Like, because I, we get calls all the time from agents. We, we talk to about 500 a month or so. And not all 500 of those folks are set to move forward and take the next step. Um, but every once in a while you find somebody, look, I'm doing 50 transactions and I want to go to 100 and I know I can't do it on my own. And I'm already too busy. I don't have a system or a process and I need help. Like if you find yourself in that space, we are likely a good match for you. Um, but the intention here is to grow revenue, grow your team and grow your net worth. That's what we want to help with. Um, and we can do that by helping you, you know, take things off your plate or we can help you by putting some systems and processes in place. Um, Wes is wondering reviews, requesting reviews on Google. Like that, that is part of, of the pre-close process. And not only Google, but Zillow, uh, your, your own website, maybe. Um, we have this concept of the three R's. You know, we want referrals, reviews, and recommendations. So we want our clients to refer us business. We want them to do reviews online. And then we want to do a video conversation like I, I'm doing with Bob because he's a client. This is a rec. Bob is endorsing Mod because he's been a user and because of Noel and how amazing he's been and to transfer for his life. If you're not collecting those three R's, then you're missing an opportunity within your business. And we can help you do that if, if that's a that's a need that you have. I feel like I, I, I have a, he's like a plant. So Wes is a, a Ben Kinney expansion partner. He's one of the relatively newer uh, Ben Kinney expansion partners. But I, I wonder if he's not asking that question as like a softball for us. Because I know in my mom's business and probably in Wes's too, that's part of the, like you said, it's that it's that, you know, uh, contract signed and, and, and we're getting ready to close and, and post-close, right? It's that post-close process. And part of that is going out and asking them, hey, you know, they just, it's a templated email probably that they send that says, hey, could you go review us on Zillow here? Hey, could you go review us on Google here? Hey, could you go review us um, on Yelp here? And if you only have time to do one, you know, we'd appreciate the Google review or whatever they decide, right? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, all of these things, right? And I bet you if you went back and looked like at your last 10 transactions, you really broke down how they worked, right? You could find all these places where you're like, oh, that would be off my plate. That would be off my plate. That would be off my plate. Um, talk to me about a blended model. Right. What do you guys mean when you say this? Well, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer and 
the data has been proven now. So um, for everybody, I'm going to nerd out just for like half a second. Um, so Sarbanes-Oxley, um, you know, like the, the SEC created some rules around, you know, corporate companies, right? They have to disclose what percentage of their, their employees are offshore versus onshore. So you have major companies like Kellogg and Mattel, like Kellogg, 88% of their employee base is outside of the U.S. Despite the fact that they're a firm, they're a business here in the U.S., you know, most of their revenue comes from the U.S., they are international, but the reality is they're here and 88% of their folks are, are basically not in the U.S. And so we've coined this concept of what a blended model is, where you have people like Bob who is running strategy at Active Rain, and then somebody like Noel who is implementing that strategy and working with Bob to make sure that they're executing the plan appropriately. Bob, you are a perfect example, and I think this might be a great time to bring Noel in uh, because that's what a blended model is. You're the leader, you're providing the vision, you're creating the revenue, hiring talent, and, and, and growing your net worth, and you have a team that is around you that's supporting you. Some of them are in the US, some of them are in, in other countries. Noel, un unmute yourself. So everybody, this is probably the biggest crowd Noel's talked to in his life. He's a little bit nervous. And so I hope I'm not making him more nervous. Am I making you more nervous, Noel? <laughs> uh, I'm, just mess I'm just messing with you. L listen, I, we've been talking a lot and um, I had a, a bunch of questions and I, I wasn't going to leave him out here on an island. So I kind of showed, I shared with him some of the stuff I was going to ask him. I, I want you to, for the people that are thinking about doing this, I want you to talk for a minute about like kind of your sense of commitment to our business. Okay. Because I think it, like if I was a real estate agent, I was looking to make that first virtual professional hire Noel, I'd be nervous, right? I'd be nervous about handing a piece of my business over to somebody that, and granted I get to interview them and I get to look at their writing samples and mod helps on, you know, helps me onboard them and they've got great support for you, right? Like there's, there's people you can go to if you need to learn a product or a program or something, but talk to me for a second about like your commitment to our business and maybe even take me from like initially when you were like, who are these, who is this crazy guy that talks with his hands and you know, all the way through like where we are today. I mean, you've been with us over three years now. Like talk to me about that commitment to our business. Well, um, first of all, good morning, Bob, Daniel, uh, and everybody on the call. Uh, it's an honor to be in such an amazing company. Um, also, wow. Uh, the tea up from the start of this, you know, just talking about me. Uh, I don't know if I live up to the hype, so. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so how do I explain my commitment to Active Brain? Well, when I started out, it was literally, again, it was the same between you and me, right? Um, who is this guy? Who's Noel? Um, this guy from the Philippines, I don't even know him. I don't know how he's going to do in our business. Uh, it, it was the same for me, right? Who is, who is Bob? Uh, what can, uh, how will I actually help him in his business, right? But when we started, you showed me that commitment. Um, when we started, it was literally six to seven hours of you just training me on a video call uh, for like three or four months before I actually, you know, so I could get every detail, everything I have not, to do. Not, not every day though, Noel, right? Like we started the first day, six to seven hours, and then we would check in one, you know, it got less and less frequent, right? Yeah, it got less frequent. Um, now we we be like have, it's now limited to a monthly check-in, right? So, um, so yeah, it, it gets uh, it, it tapers off eventually. But uh, that's part of the commitment of you making sure that uh, I do my job properly, right? But once that trust was built in, uh, it started tapering off to like one hour a day just to check in, and then to a weekly. Um, but again, uh, when the client shows that commitment to you, you tend to have you tend to reciprocate that commitment back, right? Um, especially when it's uh, like uh, the Active Brain family who just like literally treats you like family. Um, so uh, this is a bit of a sob story, right? So if I'm being asked about my commitment to Active Brain, um, it was uh, within the past two years, uh, both my parents passed away uh, within one year of each other. And I knew at that time, uh, this was this a very devastating time for me. But it was at that time that I knew I was in the right company, right? 
um, during that time, activating the activating family, the Ben Kinney family reached out, you know, told me that um, I shared their condolences. And despite the distance, they even sent flowers over just to show how much they really cared. And all of them reached out and said, hey, um, if you need an ear to bend, just need someone to talk to, we're here for you. And when you have a company that cares for you that much you, and treats you like family, you're going to go in every day and you're going to just give 110% each and every day for that family. Love it. Love it. I, I guess the reason I wanted that to, to bring that, I wanted to show you guys that like you can bring somebody. I've never met Noel in person. Like we've spent, I've probably spent more time on FaceTime with him than, than with my wife. Right. Like, <laughs> but, but like you can really build meaningful relationships. And, and when you, when you can do that with somebody, like he, he goes to bat for us. Like Noel is out there. He, he works. I know that he does stuff on his off hours. But, you know, he, he's, he's always getting tagged in Facebook groups by our members. And like, he's not just a nine to five guy with us. And, and that's what, what we look, we look for in our business, like people that are just all in and we know he's all in. Right. And part of that is based on the fact that we treated him like he was like, he's here. Right. Like, I wish I could reach out and grab him every day, you know, but um, and so I wanted him to kind of share a little bit like you can build a really meaningful relationship with your virtual assistant to where you 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 build something like like I have a real soldier on my team. I feel like that every day like he's he's got my back and he's right there like marching, um, you know, up to the enemy with us. I don't know if there's an enemy, but you get the idea, right? Like he, he is so such a part of our business. I, I just I can't say enough about what he does for us and really like personally what he's done for me, because I've been able to take that time and invest a bunch of it back into our business, but also invest a bunch of it into my family. You know, I got two small children and my wife. And so, I mean, you know, my wife knows that Noel helps us have a better quality family time. Right. So, I mean, this, it's a really, really big deal in, in our world. And, you know, we're just looking for you guys to potentially be able to, to get some of that same kind of feeling into your into your business. What I like about this conversation is it's it's clear embodiment of our vision, right? So at my outdesk, what we do is we find talent. So Bob's obviously a talent. Noel's obviously a talent. We create committed matches, meaning they have a they have a need, and Noel has a skill set that was like boom, and then and then we extend our movement, which you know in the in the Philippines we do a bunch of charitable work and we give back and we we care. We, we want people to win with us. That's, that's what we want. So, I mean, I, I think Noel is a great example of what is possible for everybody on this podcast or this webinar. You guys can have this too, right? It's not unique. Love it, love it. All right. Um, um, and I think we're gonna bring Alvin on, right? I mean, that, that's the concept. Noel's got a buddy. Uh, Alvin is actually our version of Noel. Say hello. Hey guys. Okay, so Alvin, what do you do for Mod? I handle the marketing team in the Philippines. I have a couple of people with me, and we do the top of funnel. We drive in the leads, the possible clients that we have, and we get them to our sales and SDRs. Yeah, so tell so everybody that's on the call, top of funnel means what exactly? Like what, when you say my job is to drive top of funnel, what does that mean for our audience? Uh, we do the marketing. So we handle out all the content, the ads. Yeah, we actually serve the ads. So in case you guys see our My Outdesk ads everywhere, that's us. <laughs> so yeah. we handle those, Facebook posts, social media, all the good stuff in marketing. Email, text messages, blog posts, this webinar. Yes. Alvin <laughs> runs this. Like, I mean, without him, this wouldn't be happening right now. Um, and so... What's, how do we, how would somebody move forward with mod if they wanted to get a Noel or an Alvin or like what, what would be the next steps for them? The next step is to schedule your consultation with us, our strategy session. So you got to visit myoutdesk.com slash active rain or text MOD to 555-888. That's for the people in the U.S. Yes. Shame, shameless plug, right? This is a yeah. shameless plug. Um, Bob, what are, what, I mean, what questions should we ask Noel and Alvin why they're there? Well, maybe, um, maybe Noel can talk about this because there's been a few people that have asked the question, like, what does the process of bringing them on board look like? So Noel, take me back. And I don't know if you can, Noel's been working for us for so long. I don't even remember back to three years ago when we had like 
the interview process, right? Because take me back to that process. Like what, what was it like between you and I, we had our interview that like kind of walk me through that, those, that, that first day essentially that I ever met you. Well, um, the first day, huh? Uh, okay. So I guess that was the meet and greet. Well, uh, yeah. Yep. There you go. Yeah. The meet and greet. Um, I think it was more of, uh, you understanding, uh, I mean, like you giving me your business philosophy, right. Or, and, telling me what your expectations are of me. And as a virtual professional, you have to understand how exactly you're going to deliver that, how you're, and you two working on that through the like first two, three months uh, is vital to making sure that your VP understands what you real, what's your vision, what's your dream for your business, what you need done. And once he, once he or she already has that, um, they can just run away with it. So yeah. I want to go back even more granular. So let let so the the first day here's how it works. Okay, and I, I mentioned this earlier, but you weren't the only person. Uh, my outdesk gave me a variety of options. I don't remember if it was three, four, five. I don't remember how many it was. And they told me if you don't like any of these, let us know. We'll get you a couple others, right? And it's not like they have this endless stable of talent, but they but they. There's a thing on your guys' website where you talk about how many applicants you get, how many yeah. you actually bring in for an interview, how many you actually uh, bring into the company, and then how many you actually place, right? And it's, it's obviously this funnel. It's kind of like your, your uh, pro football analogy, right? It's like right. And all these people, and then they're down, and then the people that like ultimately get placed with the client is, is this you know, kind of small subset of the thousands and thousands of applications that you guys get. Well, so I had let – me, Let me just add one point. I mean – Bob, when, as a business owner, when's the last time you were able to get 10 qualified applicants to interview in 24 hours? Yeah. Like that is one of our massive, if you, if you think about like how much work it takes to even get two people to come in and interview, like you've got to do, you go through a hundred applicants to get two and yeah. we remove all of that work for somebody as a business owner. And we just serve up the exact talent that you, you, you require to grow your business right now. I- I hear it all the time. Like I, when we were just at mega camp, I had, you know, a thousand conversations with agents and I, I talked to them about their business and I said, Oh, I'm a, I'm a single agent, but you know, I want to build a team, but I just, it's, it's, it's time consuming. I don't know where to find people. And like right away, I'm thinking like the first thing you need, you need to have that kind of admin role in your life and a virtual professional could fill that role. So, Okay, so they gave me, let's say it was four, I don't remember. They gave me four people. I had a chance to sit down with them on a call like this. I could see them. I could talk to them. I could get a feel for how comfortable they were. You know, Noel was probably a little bit nervous, right? But I tried to make him, you know, I'm sure I'd crack some stupid joke that wasn't very funny, and he probably laughed at it even though it wasn't funny. You know, but, like, we had a dialogue, right? Right. And I had some questions set up. I kind of, I, I think I Googled, like, questions to ask a virtual professional before you're going to hire him, right? So I had five or six questions that I'd ask him something and he'd say something. I'd be like, talk more about that for me, Noel. Like I wanted to see his critical thinking skills, right? So I had a chance to like, to, to, to have a real interview with this guy. Prior to that, I'd had, like I said, I had writing samples sent to me. I'd had his resume had been sent to me. I think you guys do the disc profile on people, if I'm not mistaken. So I could see like, is he going to be a match for me? Right. Um, I mean, it, it was, it took this entire process of like, you know, a month, let's say, right, I have to go out, try to find people to come in for, and it just condensed it down to essentially like 24 hours. I mean, we called Daniel and said, hey, we need to buy out this professional. I think with, with an agent, maybe just a little bit longer than that, because they really want to understand your business a little bit better than uh, yeah. Daniel already knew my business and knew what we'd be looking for. But so it was an interview. And from that point, I had, you know, four, four candidates and, and we picked Noel. And then he, he kind of explained what happened from that point, right? That first day, we spent a bunch of time together and then it became less frequent. And, you know, we went from taking the, the very first things we gave him were just repeatable tasks, right? I could show him one time and it was going to be the same thing he did over and over and over and over and over again. And once he got comfortable with that, whether it was a, you know, a month later and he was just firing on all cylinders, doing all those things, then it was, all right, Noel, I'm going to give you something that's you know, not exactly repeatable, but it's pretty repeatable, right? There might be some variations, so you can use those critical thinking skills that I scanned you for in the beginning. And then we started doing some things that were a little bit of, you know, he had his own kind of autonomy in them, right? And obviously, fast forward to today where he has complete autonomy. Um, he writes stuff, and I don't even look at it. I mean, he sends it over to me because I ask him to still, and I just go, reply, good. Like, I, you know, every once in a while, I'll look at it, Noel, so don't get sloppy on me, but... Um, <laughs> 
you know, I, like I trust him now implicitly, but it's been this, this kind of process over time. But the beginning of this thing and getting him installed in my business was really painless. Um, well, one of the reasons for that, though, is we did have some processes in place. And Noel will be the first to tell you there's a lot of processes we don't have, and he's helped us craft and refine those over time. So you don't have to have every process in place, right? You don't want to, like, paralysis by analysis and be like, I can't hire a virtual assistant yet because I don't have this thing over here done. But, um, you know, we had a few processes that we could plug him into immediately, and then he helped us refine many of them over time. Well, and I think, I think you're spot on. Um, we've been in the business 10 years. So this is our 11th year. Um, we've helped over 4,000 uh, real estate brokerages grow. Everybody from freaking Zillow to Keller Williams and not just agents who work or agents who buy. Like Our clients have been some of the largest brokerages and real estate professionals in the world. We, we help the largest mortgage companies, the largest title companies. Like our goal is to you know find talent and match talent and then watch you know extend our movement grow our company grow the mod family and what we'll do is we'll we'll walk you through if you text this number we'll walk you through how to get a noel how to get an alvin but we've done it so many times that you don't have to have it all figured out we'll let you know if you're ready like not everybody's ready we'll let you know if if we would be a good fit we'll create an outcome that is measurable noel knows what his job is because bob helped him define it up front. We'll help you craft that. One of our questions, Leah, is like, I don't know really what my next steps, that's normal. And the only thing that you're risking by getting in a consultation is your time. Like, we'll spend 20, 30 minutes together and maybe we will work together and maybe we won't. And, it, it, and no matter what, you're gonna walk away with massive value because we're gonna do an org chart, we'll do a future org chart. We'll talk about the outcomes to grow your business. We'll talk about what the constraints are to grow your business. We'll talk about what talent looks like for you. And all of a sudden you're gonna get a lot of clarity about what your next step in your business is. And that is 100% free um, because we like to help. So, I mean, I don't know, Bob, I think we've nailed this one. We're over time by five minutes. We are Our audience is- Noel, you gotta get back to work, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, are you on the clock? Well, um... I'm just kidding. We're um, multitasking. <laughs> good, good. I see. We've got to. We've got to. Um, thank you, Bob. As always, sharing great companies and tools with us in the industry. You truly do rock it. Um, there, you are appreciated. Checks uh, in the mail, Wendy May. Check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and Leah already did. She scheduled a consultation. So that means we are winning together, guys. Noel, thanks for joining us. Alvin. You're the man. Thanks for organizing this. Bob, thanks for sharing with everybody your mindset, your love, the way you built a team. I, I think it's so valuable for people to see that and, and you don't have to share, right? Yeah, love it. I, I'm just, like I said, um, I, I'm really passionate about this. It's completely transformed like my life. By the way, we have more VAs than just VPs than just Noel. We've got Karen and Cherie and uh, Izzy, we've got a bunch of them in our organization. Those are just in our in our software companies. Ben's, Kenny's team, I don't know, they got five, six, eight. They got a bunch as well. So it just, it's something I'm super passionate about. Leverage, you know, Ben has really turned me on to this concept of how to free up my time. Now, I was a guy that worked 12, 16 hours a day. And thank goodness that was before I had kids. And, um, you know, I've really been able to like take control of my life. And, and a huge piece of that's been because of Noel and Sheree and Karen and the people that, that my outdesk has, has brought to our world. So Daniel, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you having me on here to, to share a little bit of my passion. I hope it came through. You guys are awesome. Um, bye everybody. Just thanks. All right, guys. Noel, thanks again, Bob. You're a badass. Thanks for having uh, me, Daniel. Guys. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Noel, I'll see you probably in five minutes. Bye everybody. <laughs>